Hobby Addict の時間です。It's time for Hobby Addict.And now, here are your anime addicts. Welcome to Hobby Addicts, people. Welcome, welcome. Episode 271. And I'm glad to have all you on board with us today. Thanks for contributing to the podcast. I am joined by one very. It's not on camera, but I'm sure he's very strapping. His name's Mason. How I'm, you doing? A, I'm a strapping young lad. Yeah, of course.、Uh, that's, that's the band.、Uh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good today, you know? I, I feel like I have a lot of things to say, just in general, across all podcasts. And usually, when I have so much to say, I usually forget half of it by the time it actually <laughs> comes time to say it. So, we'll,、uh, we'll see how much I、uh, can get out this episode. But、uh, excited to be here. Well, we don't have Caroline today to talk about、uh, borderline pornographic reality TV. So, for, yeah, what, what a bummer. I know. It's really a letdown. So, what are we going to talk about? Mason's going to talk about Pokemon Shield Nuzlocke, which last episode I said, What the hell is a Nuzlocke? And Mason, and Mason said, You don't know what a Nuzlocke is, Mitz? How do you not know what? Oh my goodness. You're not with it? Come on. Come on, guys. That's exactly guys. what I said. Guys, seriously, guys, you don't know what a Nuzlocke is? No, I don't. I, I'm out of the loop, you know. So, what the hell did I do all week? I just. I'm sure some of our listeners don't know, so we'll, we'll just. I'll explain it to them as if you did know, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew it the whole time. I know what, what I did. What did you do, Mitz? I know what I did. What did you do?、Um, well, I don't know. I spent, the, I spent like the whole week working and negotiating salaries and stuff because I, I did get promoted at work this last week, so I was kind of doing battle. Hey, very nice. Doing battle with my vice president. Uh, the whole week. So that took up most of my week. I don't know.、Um, I did watch the movie Incarnate. So that was somewhat interesting. So I, I can talk about that if we have time.、Um, I, I've seen about half of the first season of Manifest, and I think we're going to drop that. So if, if we have time, I can talk about Manifest, which is a Netflix TV show.、Um, and, and What other one word things, pieces of media, did you? Experience. I don't know. We've just been like smoking pot and eating popcorn and watching horror movies. Like, that's kind of what we've been doing lately. And、uh, it's been going pretty well, you know?、Uh, but a lot of the horror movies on Netflix aren't very good. They're just not, they're just not all that good. But, Mason, what is a Nuzlocke? Oh, well, I'm kind of glad gonna you asked. I'm shit. Nuz- yeah. Lock. Pokemon. Nuzlocke is a, on like the broadest sense, it's a loose description for a self imposed way of playing the game、oh. that makes the game more difficult. And when someone's like, oh, I'm playing a Nuzlocke, there are probably hundreds of different things and like stuff that they could be. Applying to their game or not, either by the code of a fan made game or just by an honor code. But the the most consistent and baseline Nuzlocke is essentially if a Pokemon faints, 
you immediately release it. Oh wow! So it's like, what is that? So that's yeah. So it's like uh, like fire emblem penalties. Yeah, if if it if it faints, it is dead. It is gone for good. Hmm. And the second most common one, I would say, the two pillars of the Nuzlocke is you can only catch the first Pokemon you find on each route. So you start the game in your starter town, you go to Route 1. The first Pokemon you find in the wild, you either have to catch that Pokemon, or I should say, you don't have to catch it. That's your only chance to catch a Pokemon on that route. If you catch him, great. If you kill him or you just can't catch another Pokemon until you make it to Route 2, and then you can catch one more. So essentially, once per route, you're only allowed to catch the first Pokemon you find in the wild. Hmm. So it Damn. it severely limits, obviously, you know, the collection of Pokemon you get. You might not always get the best Pokemon you want. You might be stuck with, like, a Caterpie, and then an Oddish, and then a Bellsprout, like, just a ton of, like, grass types that you don't want. Like... You don't get any say, but it forces you to, you know, deal with what you have in this grand world. And I should say, actually, the, the third pillar, and then that's enough of the big pillars, is that you have to give every Pokemon a nickname. So you foster a relationship and companionship so that when they die, it is that much more <laughs> it's, uh, it's like distraught masochism. and emotional. Yeah, I, and it certainly works. Like, oh, you're like, oh, I, I gave up a Zubat. You're like, oh, who cares? Like, it's a Zubat. Like, I'll make it through. But when your Zubat's name is, like, Frank. Bloopy. And he's, he's, yeah, exactly. He's clutched you through situations. He's withstand critical hits. Like, when he dies, you're like, man, Frank, my man. No. So no, Frank. that essentially. Frankie ain't what dead. A, Frankie, Frank's exactly. going to make it. <laughs> so that's essentially what a Nuzlocke is on the most basic level. And I've done a couple of them before, some successfully, some not so successfully. But uh, July 4th, you know, I had a lot of free time. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I want to try a Nuzlocke of Pokemon Shield, which is the latest iteration of the Pokemon franchise. Uh, unique in that it has, you know... Pokemon you see in the overworld. So you see Pokemon similar to like Let's Go, Pikachu, or Eevee. You see Pokemon like wandering around. So it makes things interesting when you can see Pokemon in a sense of way. So here's, I'll lay down the rules I've been playing by. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You I'm can curious. let me know what you think, and then I'll let you know how it's been going so far. Okay. What is your Nuzlocke? So obviously, the first thing is the starter Pokemon you get at the beginning. You can't use that. As soon as you catch your first real Pokemon, you release your, you know, Squirtle, Charizard. Not Charizard. You know what I mean. So <laughs> that's what you're, so you're playing by that rule? Yeah. So you get the starter, obviously, because you have to get that. But then you, as soon as you catch your first Pokemon, which for me mm. was a Greedent, this little squirrel-looking guy that I call Chonky Lad. What the hell is a I, okay. It's it's a new one. It's a really thick looking squirrel who's been it, storing up nuts for a while. Is it it's a normal type. It's no. It's a it's a crummy first Pokemon you see that you just smash if you have a you know a starter who's inherently got some type advantage. No, okay. you just get some whatever squirrel thing. So I had to release my 
starter, boom, that's that's gone. And then the way I've been playing it is in Pokemon Shield, you have these Pokemon, you know, walking around the world, and you can't. I make it so I can't catch any of those because in grass you can still get like the exclamation mark pop-ups of like a mystery Pokemon. So those are the only Pokemon I'm allowed to catch. Obviously the first one I see per route is the only chance I get. And I, what was I going to say? Well, that seems like a really difficult rule to play by that you can only- oh as to say if i run into an overruled pokemon i i can't catch any pokemon for the route at all like I, I wasted my chance so i mean do you keep track of the areas that you've already captured a pokemon yep in? yep yep right, and it's so usually it more simple in in old games because you it's a very linear game you're on route one then you're in route two and you just keep track of have i caught a pokemon in this zone yet and also your pokedex tracks like you caught like if I go to my chonky lad as I have my poke my switch up there right now. Let me uh let me check my summary of my my greedent. So mm-hmm. you can look up your history and I say, oh uh, I first met him on July fourth and it was on Route One. At the time the Pokemon was level three, and now he's level forty nine. So he's actually he's still alive. Chonky lad is making it through the game so far. We're six badges deep. So. This this little squirrel Chunky has been holding lab. up for me. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, I, I imagine you're just grinding and grinding him, and then, then so, at, a cer- at a certain so we'll get there, my friend. Okay. So, okay. Uh, Pokemon Shield and Sword has these unique areas where there's routes, obviously to connect some stuff, but there's also these massive wild areas that kind of consist of the main catching area, and someone figured out that the even way to do it is. After you beat each gym leader, you are allowed to go back into the wild area and catch one more Pokemon. So that's kind of like a way to keep things even. Um, so obviously, if you see a Pokemon you've caught before, you can, as your first encounter, you can try again. It's like a mulligan of sorts, but I haven't happened with that. Uh, so obviously, if a Pokemon faints or dies, it's released immediately. I've given nicknames to all of them. If you say you have three Pokemon in your party, but you have two Pokemon in your box, if you like, if all your Pokemon faint, even if you have backup Pokemon, it's a game over instantly. So that's another rule. But the way this, another Nuzlocke, you know, difficulty level is that the number of Pokemon you can have in your party and the max level of them can't be more than the next gym leader. So, for example, mm-hmm. the the third gym leader has three Pokemon, and their max level is 25. So, all of your Pokemon have to be level 25 or under, or else you cannot use them, and you can only bring three Pokemon to that gym leader. Okay. Now, this is not a requirement for all Nuzlocks, but it's just how I am choosing to play. So... Yes, there is a little bit of grinding because it's a JRPG and it's Pokemon, but it's not like you can, you know, do the South Park where they fight wolves in the forest till they reach level 99 and just plow through the game. So you're constantly having to, I have this like cheat sheet that's like uh, gym three, level 25, gym four, level 36, gym five, level 38. Does, and uh... so like you. 
I mean, yeah, go for it. What happens if you fuck it up? You get, like like you get too many. You're holding too many, or you level up too high. Do you have to like drop? If you level up too high, you just can't. You you can keep them in your box, but you can't use it in that gym fight. Okay, so there's like some some internet website has like a rule where you have to follow all these rules. I mean, there's like I said, there's tons and tons of stipulations. Obviously, no revives are allowed. Some places don't even let you use healing items in battle. Some places make sure like you can only use a Pokemon Center like six times before like you have to move on to the next one. So you can't like, you know, go in one battle, get a little dinged up and go back and play it safe and fully heal. Like some places make you restrict your item usage. I uh, Another common thing is you have to change your battle style to set instead of switch, which makes when the, you know, how when a you're fighting someone and they have multiple Pokemon, if you uh, faint one of their Pokemon, it, it'll be like, they're about to send out uh, uh, I don't know a a blast. Do you do you want to switch your Pokemon to like be type effective? It doesn't give you that option. Mm. So switching oh, okay. out your Pokemon counts as a move and puts you constantly behind the eight ball, even if you you know are forcing your opponent to switch Pokemon. How did this Nuzlocke thing become a thing? Like, is was it? I I realized the Pokemon games are so easy that it's. There's absolutely no challenge at all. So I mean, it was was this like one of those things where, where like people were like, "Wow, this Pokemon game is like so easy. I can beat this in my sleep." You know, is it something that they created in order to give themselves at least some kind of a challenge playing their Pokemon game, or was it something where like people want to get more money, more more bang for their buck, and they start to like replay the game with different, you know, restrictions? How did this? It's it's probably more of a. You know, this is Pokemon inherently a game for kids. And while people like the nostalgic aspect of it, being challenged in new ways gives them replayability, makes, you know, the games more exciting, forces you to use Pokemon you might not normally interact with and be knowledgeable with, kind of tests your in-game knowledge. Like, there's lots of reasons why someone would play a Nuzlocke. And for me, it's more of just a... Kind of all of the above. I'm not a Pokemon wizard. I uh, I mean, I still have to be a baby and have like a, a cheat sheet on the side of my screen sometimes when there's like a steel type Pokemon. I'm like, okay, uh, I don't remember all of the type advantages of steel. Like I need to refer to that. So I'm not a wizard of any sorts. I tried to play it mostly blind. I mean, some people, you know, they've played this game so many times where they know oh, this gym leader has three Pokemon. They put them out in this order so they can kind of plan ahead. I'm uh, not looking that far in advance and not like scoping out, oh, what are the catch rates of this patch of grass versus this patch of grass? Because this one might have a 10% of the Pokemon popping up, whereas this one only has a five. Like I just go in very willy-nilly. But it's... uh, whimsical-like. I am. I am. And it's it's just it's just fun. It's a little stressful sometimes. I uh I certainly the first four gyms, each of those I lost one Pokemon on. And we uh I mean, rest in peace uh Shrek, this Mudsdale <laughs> I had, Bye, which Shrek. was absolutely wrecking shop who you know, you fight just some Pokemon who's like I'm going to 
you know, do like a counter move or like a payback move or a move that like whatever damage you just dealt deals like double back. And, you know, they are super strong Pokemon. You know, you look away for a second, all of a sudden they, you hit them hard, but you don't quite kill them. They pay it all back with a critical hit. And all of a sudden, boom, there goes like your go-to Pokemon gone. And now you have this massive gap in your party of like, well, I used to have this ground type that used steel moves and had like a fighting thing. And now all of, all of those options are off the table. So now you're like scrambling of like, what am I going to use to fill that gap on my team? And I just can't catch a Pokemon. So like, what do you do? We, uh, we lost Flappy Bird, a, uh, <laughs> you know, just this little pipsqueak thing that he's gone. We lost uh, Stax, S-T-A-X-X. He's <laughs> a Galarian Weezing. Well, you know, it's, it's, that's part of the joy of it. So in this new Pokemon... There's this wheezing, you know, the wheezing, this like yeah, purple cloud man guy. Thing. Yeah, and there's two of them. Well, in this Pokemon game, there's a Galarian form, which gives him very bougie top hats, which like smoke comes out of. And he's got a mustache. Uh, and I call him Stacks because it's like a smokestack. See, that's where it comes from. Paper. He is. He's 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 got like a monocle. He's he's he was he was a great boy, but we lost him. We lost Francis, uh, a core fish who Rest just. In peace. Yeah, Francis just. It wasn't even his fault. I just. I needed to heal one of my Pokemon that would actually do damage. And so I just needed a sacrificial Pokemon to go out there and literally die and give give his life so that his, his teammates could be healed and finish the battle. So, I mean, we lost Dumbo, we lost Raph, we lost Gil, we lost Knight. Like, you we're probably, I've lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I've lost 10 Pokemon so far. Do you just spend a lot of time grinding? Because it's like you lose a level 40 Pokemon and, you're, and then you got to like pick up some level five. And then it's, it's like not you have too to grind your bad ass off. Because it's not terrible because, you know, you, you catch your Pokemon at route one, two, three. And they die, you know, four gems later. But it's not like you can go back to those routes to catch level five Pokemon. Your only option is the next route you're about to go on, which has like level 30 Pokemon. And if the gym leader has level 36 Pokemon, you're only grinding up five or six levels. So it's not as, you know, the, the gap between the wild Pokemon and the gym leader you're about to fight is kind of small so you're never doing a ton of grinding which is another oh, way of doing that so right now right now our team is not what it once was you know obviously lost some good men and women out there we're mainly being carried by jack and abomina snow uh spudums a leopard uh benny of vanillish like a lot of ice type pokemon because i lost a lot of pokemon there and those are the zones i'm in so like I said, six badges deep. Uh, we got two more than the Elite Four, and we'll see if I can make it through. So wish me luck. I, I've been posting just a few caps here and there on Twitter on uh, big victories or defeats, but we're still we're still alive. We're still doing it true, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, well, I hope you survive. I remember... Kazuo talking about how he could just simply not beat whatever Pokemon that was with just a Squirtle. Like, he couldn't do it. 
he kept running he ran into some gym leader that had a had pokemon that were strong against strong against water and he just couldn't beat him and uh, i hope it doesn't happen to I, I hope you don't run out of areas to pluck pokemon from that yeah i mean i'm certainly not good enough to make it through with my intellect alone so i'm gonna need some luck i mean there was a some moment where yeah some nuz luck <laughs> i mean chonky boy chonky lad was at one health at one point and just wow. if he had if he had lost there it would have been all over but it was it was big clutch moment and instead of healing him i i risked it all on an attack to end the battle and i i lucked out so crunch time baby Indeed, literally could have been crunch the move, but I don't know. What are what, when's the last time you've played a Pokemon game, and what one was it? Oh my goodness, it's been a hot minute, Mason. I I think it was Pokemon. Oh man, Shield. It's been years. Oh, so the new one, Pokemon Shield, probably. Okay, so that's like the newest one. Yeah, the one that the one that came out when I was living in Japan, the one that has uh, Fennekin in it. Uh, that was, I think, the one before Shield. Uh, was it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's Pokemon. Oh, I think it's X and Y. I, I think I played Pokemon Y. Was the last. That one sounds I right. Okay. Yeah. Fennekin, other one, Japanese Fokul, which sounds a little bit too much like fuck. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got it. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know. I just picked. I mean, I thought that the starter looked cooler than the, than the others, so I picked that one. But, fair enough. Um, fair enough. So, do people do a nuzlocke for any kind of game, or is that a term that specifically relates to Pokemon? It's inherently a Pokemon term. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's obviously challenge modes in lots of other types of games, but mm-hmm. the the term nuzlocke is you know a play on the Pokemon Nuzleaf. So that's where it comes oh, from, but it's yeah, it's just a Pokemon term. So, well, that's it. I may pick up Sekiro again here pretty soon. Um, I ooh, think I feel like the ooh. tendonitis has calmed down, and uh, the and Sp- Spider Man's getting pretty boring. Boy, it's got some grindy ass fucking trophies in it. I mean, people were like, "Oh, it's such an easy platinum." It's like, yeah, until you have to do a hundred and seventy five fucking random crimes around the map. It takes forever. Oh I mean, it's still God. easy. It's just hard. It is. It's easy you spend shit. all I, week arguing with your boss about your promotion. You're just like, what's well, the value yeah. in doing this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, public service announcement to anybody who gets promoted. Like, you, you got to negotiate your your raise. You can't just take what they give you. <laughs> I mean, they will give you the least that they can <laughs> if you have to negotiate. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I played the whole game on like the next to hardest difficulty, and even then, it was pretty easy. And then it's like I moved it to the easiest because I'm like, well, I'm already done with the story. I'm just gonna grind through these four billion, you know, crimes. But it's like uh, it's still gonna take forever to do it. And I got to redo a bunch of the challenges too, a lot of the Taskmaster challenges because I don't have enough challenge tokens to get through all of the uh, like unlockables that you can buy, all the fucking costumes. So that's really where I am with that. But we're doing the DLC because it gives you some some of those tokens too in the DLC. But really, I don't care about the DLC too much. I just want to... Mm-hmm. Black Cat is way hotter than MJ. Spider-Man, she just... I mean, she's... Well, she just fucking... She just played Spider-Man though at the end of it all. So fuck her. She's hotter. She's mad hot though, but... <laughs> um, 
Let's see here. Um, what did I do all week? Well, I just watched TV and stuff mostly and then played Spider-Man. Um, I did watch a movie last night called Incarnate, which is a, it's supposed to be a horror movie, but it, it really didn't, you know, there's horror movies and then there's these sort of suspense thriller movies that aren't really horror. So I'm sure if I click this in, it's going to come up as like, it's going to come up in the horror genre, but it really doesn't feel like it's much of a horror show. But it's got Aaron Eckert in it, who I who I okay. remembered from something else, but I couldn't remember. Like I was like, that guy's face is so familiar to me, but I couldn't really put my finger on what it is that he's been in that I've seen. Um, I think ultimately it's The Dark Knight is probably where I where I know him from because he was Harvey Dent. Yes, yeah, Two Face. So spoilers, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, for like a twelve year old twelve year old movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's an interesting movie. You know, it's it's worth watching even though the rating on imdb is horrendous uh <laughs> that's how you know it's a horror movie yeah i mean it's Except also under 20 percent. it's got to be a horror movie yeah i should check rotten tomatoes see what it's got rotten i think tomatoes. it was like i think it was like 17 percent. i oh. just looked it up oh you did all right well it's got a 5.3 on in car on uh, imdb which is definitely worse than a lot of horror movies even but it's basically about this guy who um his wife and kid get killed in a car accident and he and he knows that like the person driving the other car was possessed by a devil and he has this talent where he can infiltrate the minds of people and convince and can like release people from like being possessed by quote unquote like exercise by ex, uh, evicting the devil the demon I guess as he puts it so I guess the demon will like put someone into like a dream state and convince them that their dream is re- is real life, and so they're just trapped inside of like their mind basically forever. And then the demon can just do what they it wants with their body. And he he basically goes into their dream and convinces them from their dream that the dream isn't real and that they need to like you know wake up so to speak. So that's like the premise. And and uh, you know it's all well and good until he has to like confront the devil that like caused the car accident and it's like this arch demon that's a lot more sort of evil than the, than other ones might be and it's it's an interesting concept the i think the issue with this movie is that um this it's a little anticlimactic like the ending of the movie sort of like the final confrontation with this devil that's got like this little kid possessed is not quite as intense as I think it should have been. Like, it just didn't, you know, it, it didn't really seem any more uh, exciting than any of, the, any of the other exorcisms that he does or whatever. So ultimately, mm-hmm. I kept waiting for, like, this big horror scene to, to break out in this movie. And ultimately, it just doesn't really happen, you know? It's kind of like a lot of horror movies where if, if something scary doesn't happen pretty quickly... You know, it's almost like, why am I even here? Like, is it ever going to escalate? And sometimes it doesn't, you know. Uh, this movie's got, what the fuck's her name? Carice Van Houten in it, who is, who, it's the only other person in this movie that anybody w- would recognize, because she is Melisandre from uh, Game of Thrones. But her oh, role, yeah, I remember him. But her, her role in this movie is really not good. I mean, it's basically like her role is to sit on this. Ca- she's the kid's mom, the possessed kid's mom. Her role is to basically sit on this couch and like be shocked the whole movie. <laughs> That's basically all she does. So it's not not a very impressive role for her. 
uh, you know, compared to like where, what she has done. I mean, ultimately, this is this is like one of those actresses or actors where every single time they're in anything from now on, everyone's just going to go, "Oh, look, it's Jon Snow from Game of Thrones," or you know, mm-hmm. "Oh, look, it's it's Daenerys." You know, it's one of those things where they get to have like this, or like or like Harry Potter. You know, the main guy, the main character from Harry Potter, or whatever the fuck his name is, he's Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, like. Does he do any good movies? I mean, he's definitely put himself out there and started doing like a lot of experimental indie stuff. Like he's definitely out there just not trying to do like, oh, let me do my second big hit of like critical acclaim. He's out there doing like, I just want to be an actor and do some Mm -hmm. weird stuff. So good on him. Yeah, it's good on him. I just feel like every time I see him in a movie, all I think of is, is like, oh, look, it's Harry Potter. And so I, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's and, and so this whole movie, all I thought was, oh look, it's Melisandre, because <laughs> I've watched her because I watched you in Game of Thrones for seven fucking years. Um, it's not that great of a movie, honestly. You know, we're still kind of hunting for the next good horror movie to watch, and um, not having much luck. I I gave there's a series on of films on Netflix called Fear Street that they've been pushing a lot here in the last couple months. And mm-hmm. there's like Fear Street one part one through three, I think maybe, or maybe one part one through four. And I'm thinking, wow, this is like and the movie has like so much style to it. Like the, 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 the sort of like marketing for it is stylish. Like the title, like the, like the, the font and everything is really stylish. Uh, it's got sort of like a scream from like the nineties sort of flair to it where they're all like, you know, high school slash college kids. And they're, you know, they're in like camps and stuff or, you know, whatever. But like the movie just, doesn't seem to fucking go anywhere so i don't know i gave that a couple i gave that two separate tries and it never really moved along quick Clicked. enough mm-hmm. yeah, you're part, saying it just wasn't connecting with you it's just too slow and then we tried watching a manifest which started off with a lot of promise manifest is like this tv show on netflix where these people get on this airplane to go like wherever and they have like this horrendous turbulence and then when they go to land they have like all this trouble landing like they're being rerouted and direct redirected and all this and when they land like there's all these police cars and they find out that the plane that they're on took off five years ago and so they've been like they went through a wormhole or something and they land five years after they took off and so like everybody who's on the but the people on the plane haven't aged like a day uh, and they don't know that though that it was five years. It feels like an hour to them or whatever. And so mm-hmm. all these people's families have like some like some of the characters like have they had like fiancés or whatever, and they've moved on and have married someone different or someone's people's parents have died. Like all this stuff. Like they're all their lives are all fucked up. And then they start having like these weird phenomenon happen to them, where like they hear voices that like help them solve crimes, or they hear you know they have like. Uh, they see things like there's all this like mysterious stuff around these people that were on this airplane. Um, and like the airplanes being investigated by the FBI. And then like one day the whole thing just like bursts into flames and just disappears basically. So there's all this mysterious shit going on with this air with these people in this airplane. But after six episodes, which is like almost the whole, like half, more than half of the whole first season, they still haven't gotten around to telling you anything. It's just still these stupid nebulous little like oh this person's hearing voices or this person's seeing ghosts or some shit all this stuff and then like but they don't really give you anything i know the second season just came out but um i think we pretty much dropped it because it's like 
when the fuck are you going to like give me something? You know, when are you going to, when, where's the, the hook was episode one, but then the hook only lasts so long. You, you gotta, you gotta add another layer to it, you know? And, um, I don't know. It's just like, maybe, maybe I'm just impatient, but these shows just don't seem I, to, I don't know. Like some it's, it's tough. Cause it's the same with anime. Like some shows will come out and people will be like, Oh, it gets good later. And it's like, well, if it was a good show, it would have been good by now and hook me in some sort of way. Like any part of it, the the writing, the, the characters, the plot, like something would have endeared you to it at this point. Yeah. And at some point you're just like, I'm just probably wasting my time or it's not worth the payoff. Well, geez, it's like at this point I pretty much watched if, if it was if, if it were, if it were like a 13 episode anime, I basically watched eight episodes of it before deciding it wasn't good. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably enough time. So a lot of, a lot of swings and misses for sure. Um. The only other thing I've been watching is Blue Seed, which is also not that good, but that's kind of like, <laughs> that's better for like a what have you been watching anime segment. Yeah, yeah. So okay, sad, sad ponies, you know. Can't yeah. can't all be winners so and that's you know a lot of times people will be like, oh, you you guys hate on everything. Like, would you even like it? Like, why even bother? It's like no, we like the media so much that we know that there are winners out there that we're willing oh, yeah. to like dig through all this crud to make the good stuff like it makes it shine that much more when you're like finally i found a great horror movie or video game or what have you so that's why we do it oh yeah yeah it's just you know it's there's so much content out there and Mm -hmm. and the honest truth of it is that like everything's in like a bell curve you know so it's most of the shows are in the middle somewhere but ultimately the middle of the road shows aren't that good like no one's in it to watch like you're not gonna like go out of your way to watch a movie if if you knew a movie was only gonna be a five out of ten for you you wouldn't watch it right and so it's like and but ultimately most most movies statistically or most tv shows will fall in the middle at about a five out of ten and then the ones below that are terrible and then there's only like some that are really great you know it's probably like you know 10 percent of them are really great so you end up you end up coming through a lot of crap to find the stuff that's good is how it is. But you know, but. that's that's how much we love the good stuff is that we're willing to uh, go through all the turd burgers. Oh yeah, lots of turd winners. burgers. Well, yeah, and I think it's gonna be a while before I buy a new video game. I just have too many that I haven't played through yet. There's just I've got Neo still, I've got Sekiro, Hollow Knight, you know, a, a whole bunch of these games, and and I don't know, I don't have a PS5 yet, so just kind of waiting around <laughs> you and 95 percent of everyone else who uh wanted one yeah, though i a- did start up a game just yesterday based on a recommendation in the discord i don't even know if the person who recommended it had even played this game or just saw what it was and it was like mason you might like this but i'll talk about that next week oh it's a secret of so, you yeah, you'd only have to go onto our Discord and look up in our games chat what what was Mason talking about, and then you'd know. But if you don't, you'll just have to wait a week and find out about uh, what I what I think about it. All right. Well, that's about all we've got for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed the. Um, for those of you, well, I guess the people that are listening pretty much are listening to all the hobby addicts, so. I was going to say, I hope you, li- hope you enjoyed listening to the, to the preview last week, but I guess that was pretty much everybody listening. So. 
All right, guys. We'll see you next time on Hobby Addicts. And we will probably have Caroline again and figure out whatever the hell she was doing while she was gone. But, yeah, um, going on some sort of adventure. How could she? How dare she hang out with her family? All right, bye, bye guys. See you next time. See ya. See ya.